0: It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. You can become addicted to a song in the same way you can become addicted to cocaine.
1: Or to love. Or to love. Robert Palmer taught us that, right?
0: Addicted to love, he did. Remember? Yes.
1: Go ahead. I don't know where to go with that. Uh
0: Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. I'm Joe Burns. You are Tammy Burns. Tammy, do you have a song that you could listen to every day, once or twice a day, for the remainder of the time that you are on this earth, like till next Tuesday?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: What's that song?
1: Uh, Baby Blue.
0: By Badfinger. Yeah,
1: I love Badfinger.
0: Is is it really because it's from Breaking Bad? Is no. that what it's all Mm-mm. about? No,
1: I liked it long before then.
0: But you really believe that you could—I mean, deserted island, you oh, and a yes. copy of Baby Blue every day.
1: Yeah, it can—it it can make me happy. It can make me sad, whichever mood I'm in. It—it it, you know, it's there.
0: It seems to do it correctly.
1: Absolutely. It's okay. Fantastic.
0: Because there is a. From the psychology of music journal, psychology of music, something called extreme re-listening songs, people love and continue to love. And this is where I kind of went, oh, this is interesting because these people were trying to figure out why you can listen to a song again and again and again and again and again and, again and never get tired of it.
1: Yeah. Why is that?
0: Here's the fun part. Oh, I'm going to tell you why, but here's the fun part. Yes. Yes. You can listen to a song again and again and again and again and again, according to these people, and you can do it. However, when I was looking at the research, there is equally enough research that states you get sick of your favorite songs. And here's why. So you have one side that's saying, You can listen to this song a thousand times and yeah. never get sick of it. And then you got a side over here that says no matter if it's one of your favorites, you will listen to it so many times and you will get sick of it. And here's the psychology why. Okay. So I'd like to take the first half hour. Yes. And talk about why you can listen to a song a gajillion times and never get sick of it. And I and, know I can. And then I'm going to take the second half hour that says, no, that's crud. And you will get sick of whatever songs you listen to. And furthermore, not only you, but I went on Facebook and I said, hey, friends of mine, is there a song you could listen to every day? Mm-hmm. And some of them told me yes, but I want to play yours first. Aw,
1: oh, thank you very much.
0: We'll come back and we'll talk about why you think you can listen to a song again and again and again forever. Research says you can, and research says you can't. So until the halfway mark, you can. Bad finger on rock school. I got
1: what I deserve kept you
0: in the journal psychology of music it's called extreme re-listening songs people love and continue to love basically <laughs> why you can listen to the same song again and again and again yeah here's what these people did they got 300 different people across age brackets and i have their names here by the way conrad cory goldstein Ostro, and sadowski those are the researchers
1: hey sadowski
0: that's right it's a name that sounds good with the word "Hey" in it front does. of it Hey, burns doesn't work uh-uh. Hey Shadarsky.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That works. There's your man. That's him. They explored extreme re-listening, asking people, is there a song that you can listen to again and again and again? Then they said to them, if you have that song, when you listen to it, do you classify yourself as happy, calm, or bitter sweet? Hmm. When you listen to that bad finger song, are you happy? Are you calm or are you bittersweet? Go well, ahead. I
1: told you it, it, it can evoke any emotion that I need it to. I think I, I can feel all of those things. Go
0: ahead. Give me the one that sort of seems to be most prevalent. Uh, calm. Calm? Bittersweet is the one that came up that had the deepest connection.
1: Oh, dear.
0: And now here's the thing I find interesting. Not only did they do that but they did research into people's phones and what they listen to and all of that. Yep. You may have 5,000 songs, 7,000, 9,000 songs that you're able to listen to. The highest number of songs you listen to on a regular basis. I get it. You have 7,000, but the largest number of songs guess, you listen to guess. on a regular basis is
1: mm, I would say 30.
0: 179 was the highest they found.
1: That's a lot.
0: But that's only the highest they found.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, the, the guy, Casey Saba, who's a friend of mine, who's uh-huh. a Bourbon Street musician, he brags that he know, and he should brag, that he knows 500 and something songs. Uh-huh. He says he'll play the same 30 to 40 songs every <laughs> night on Bourbon Street because that's what people want to hear. Yeah. So of 5,000, of 6,000, of a 179 songs is not a large percentage and it's because you want to hear more and more and more.
1: Well, it makes me feel comfortable, right?
0: Yes, it does. It makes you feel quite comfortable. So, let me play a song. If, if I had to pick a tune, that's a song I could listen to every day.
1: Oh, which Van Halen song is it? You know, that's the funny thing. Is it? People is it would funny? think
0: it's a Van Halen song, but even my favorite Van Halen songs I get tired of and I come back to them. There are two songs that I know for a fact I could listen to every day, and this is going to sound sad, but Build Me Up Buttercup is one of them. I just think it's fantastic. <laughs> I love the song. But the one I want to play is by Carl Carlton.
1: Okay. Do you know it?
0: Open up your eyes and yeah. you'll realize. Everlasting
1: Ever, love. Oh. Uh-huh. It's it's the perfect
0: song. There's no two ways about it. It's well, the... right
1: behind "Build Me Up," Buttercup.
0: Well, no, I think this may have—I uh, think this may have taken first in the horse race, but then was disqualified. It's Carl Carleton here on Rock School. about can you listen to the same song every day again and again and again and again and again there is a group of research that says you bet
1: yes you can
0: there is then a group of research that says no no you will get tired of it so we're in the I cannot get tired of it
1: we're in the yes you can stage
0: that's right Peter Voost, by the way spell it with two u's Voost, a professor at the Royal Academy of Music in Denmark states that he has done research brain scans, things like that. Mm -hmm. A song that you love can actually release the same elements that light up the brain when you take cocaine.
1: Is it dopamine?
0: You can get addicted, it doesn't say. And I know so much about neurology. All right. Uh, You can become addicted to a song in the same way you can become addicted to cocaine.
1: Or to love or to love. Robert Palmer taught us that, right?
0: Addicted to love. He did. Remember? Yes. Go ahead. I don't know where to go with that. (laughs) Uh, Of the people who were in the journal Psychology of Music, 86% of the participants stated they listened to at least one song daily, and 56% of those stated they had an urgency to hear a song every day. It says here there are multiple factors for a person wanting to listen to a song. Artist, beat, melody, lyrics, and not surprisingly, the melody and the lyrics were the two big winners. But one other thing that came out of this. Have you ever known the person, and I kind of feel like I'm this person, that can listen to a song two or three times and have the lyrics set, boom, You are that person. And I don't mean just the chorus. Yeah. I've got the whole thing. Okay. I feel I can do that. They... These people, again, in the journal Psychology Music, looked at the number of listenings to the number of times you have to hear it to know what portion of the song. It says here, if you hear it three times, you can possibly know the chorus. Just the chorus. True. Six times, you can know up to a minute of the song, which would include the chorus and at least one of the verses. Right. Nine times, you can know more than a minute of the song, and past that, once you get into double digits, it suggests that's where you start to learn the entire song. So it's going to take you ten listens, at least according to this, Uh ten listens to get to the point where you know the entire song. I know for a f- I feel like I'm playing Name That Tune. I know for a fact I can do it in about three or four Oh, listens. I know you can. I know You're I can. You're much better
1: than this. But
0: it's, it's gotta be a song I wanna learn. You hand me something that I don't care about, but if I have to perform it this weekend, uh-huh. I'll play it three or four times in the car, I got it. I got it, no concerns. Now, we gotta play some other songs that people, I, again, I said yeah. I asked on Facebook. Craig states, I can see clearly now says here multiple artists have covered it, but Johnny Nash's version is the preference. I can listen to it all day, every day.
1: The rain is gone, huh? Really? All day? All day. Every day? Every day.
0: Wouldn't it become a water torture after a while? Johnny Nash. Just keep running it back. Play it again, and again, and again, and again. Here on Rock School.
1: I can see clear.
0: Okay, coming into the first break, we are still talking about the fact that, yes, some research suggests you can listen to a song again and again and again and again until you go insane and still be happy with it. I also think it has to do with the person. My buddy Bill, all he wants to do is find new music, new music, new music. Mm -hmm. So if he hears something on Monday, this is the greatest thing ever. Give him 12 (laughs) hours. You know, this is also the greatest thing ever. On Wednesday,
1: he's like, no, I don't like it that much. That's
0: right. I've, I've moved on to something new. The more times participants listened to their favorite songs, the more of the day and the more of the song they could hear in their heads. Which means the number of times you listen, depending on how many times, the more you can hear the song in your head. Right. And once it gets into your head, once it earworms, hopefully you like it because that will make you go and listen again. True. It says here, once again, I mentioned him earlier, Peter Voost from the Royal Academy of Music. He states that a lot of songs will light up the reward center of our brains, specifically the songs we have heard time and time again. It's like a Snickers bar. I know exactly what a Snickers bar tastes like. Oh, it tastes
1: fantastic.
0: That's right. I just
1: tasted it.
0: (gasps) You're not eating it for the first time going, hey, this is pretty good. You're eating it for the 9,000th time. And it
1: still tastes good every time.
0: It's still good.
1: It still satisfies. And I still,
0: (laughs) I like a Snickers, but I have to be in the mood for a Snickers. Same thing with, with Everlasting Love. Yeah. I kind of have to be in the mood to hear it. Yeah. It's not just any day, all day, forks in the eyes, you know, like in Clockwork Orange. Not your
1: song, man. Mm. You don't think so? No, that's mm. not. Well, yeah, oh, then maybe it isn't your song. Maybe you have, have one that you like more and you just don't know it.
0: Build Me Up Buttercup. That's it. Yeah. Musicians are more susceptible to the effect because we listen to music past just the beat and such. You're that way. I, you've listened to songs for 20 years. You have no idea what the lyrics are. You'll be singing, and out of the middle of the nowhere, you'll go, because <laughs> you have no idea. And
1: it drives you crazy.
0: Or you'll turn towards, that you're driving, you'll turn towards the window, you know. I can see clearly now. Like, you get real interested in something out the window, so I may think you sang the lyrics, well, but you're aren't coming you judgy, back. Well, judgy, huh? Oh, I am, it's terrible. It says here, the technical side, of the music is more important to many musicians and we find favor in what that person does, which is why some people like Ingwe Mounstein. Mm -hmm. I'm of the opinion, okay, I've seen three songs, I got it. But there are people that will sit and listen to him and watch him for an hour and a half.
1: And then there are those of us who won't.
0: Because of the technical side. Okay, do that again, let me see that again. And, And he'll do it again and again and again and again we just have a little bit more time because i only have a half an hour
1: okay for
0: this idea of yes you can listen to a song and then we turn the other way who's listening to us on this station
1: kfok in sacramento california
0: how do you do california back in a minute here on rock school out of the break a little more to tell you why yes you can listen to a song forever and not go insane it says here kenneth Algian, director of music therapy programs at new york university says music is how we create our personal identity And I know that more than you can believe. Yeah. All these different people that I have played in bands with, Mm -hmm. you know, we got to be more punk. And you can see he looks punk. Uh We got to do more 80s. He looks 80s. Right. It is his person. It is her persona. It is how they, I mean, it affects everything into music, into how they dress, how they think, how they speak it becomes completely pervasive most people say you are what you eat and according to Kenneth no that's not true he says you are what you listen to give you another one Pablo Ortiz professor of music uh, composition at University of California Davis noted that certain songs can connect us to a time in our past he states if there was a song that moved you when you were 15, mm-hmm. it's entirely possible it will move you for the rest of your life. Right. But more interesting than that, it said that the more painful the thing that you're attaching it to, mm-hmm. the more you will listen to the song. If it's a happy thing, you won't listen to, you know, we got tonight. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Who needs tomorrow? It's prom. Oh my gosh. In under the sea. Right. Prom. But if you were at the Dairy Queen, you know, dabble off those Bobby Brooks, let me do as I please, sucking on chili dogs outside the Tasty Freeze, Mm -hmm. and uh, Jack and Diane, and Jack dumps Diane. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: Diane would probably listen To that song. Always. More because it reminded her of Bobby. Even after she gets married. I know.
1: All of a sudden,
0: I'm in this weird... um,
1: Relationship with Bobby.
0: I am. I'm in sort of an Art Nouveau film. Gotta play another one. Glenn, a good friend of mine, he says, I'm old school. I could listen to Hotel California until my head explodes. Nice. I don't know that I could... I don't know that I could. That's a good pick. Six and a half minutes. There you go. Eagles on uh, Rock School. Okay, welcome to the bottom of the hour out of the Eagles. Could you listen to that song again and again and again and again and again?
1: Yeah, I think I could.
0: Would it take warm smells of Kalitas rising up through the air for you to do it? You know what warm smell of Kalita's is? What is, is? that? that little, is
1: that the plant?
0: Little tiny buds. Yeah. It's marijuana. Oh. Or at least that's what I think it is. Oh, well, there you go. Welcome to the bottom of the hour. I'm Joe Burns. You are. Tammy Burns. I believe we're going to do seven days and 70 seconds, but before we do, remember, we just finished the first half hour, so the idea that you can listen to a song forever was 100% true. Now it's going to turf out real hard. Oh, it's going to get bad. We're going to tell you why you can't. So, But first, let's do seven days, 70 seconds. I believe these are the rock and roll dates. May 20th all the way through May 26th. You got Monday, Tammy. Go. May 20th,
1: 2012. Lady Gaga appears on The Simpsons in the episode... Lisa goes gaga.
0: May 21, 2003, Ruben Studdard wins season two of American Idol beating out Clay Aiken.
1: May 22, 2011, Donald Trump names John Rich a big and rich winner of the Celebrity Apprentice season 11.
0: May 23, 2017, minutes after an Ariana Grande concert at the Manchester Arena in England, a suicide bomber sets himself off, kills 22, injures 60 in a terrorist act.
1: Mm, May 24th, 1997, Hanson lands a big number one hit with their debut single, "Bop." May 25,
0: 1991, Billboard implements sound scan technology on the album charts and we're all introduced to this guy named Garth Brooks. Uh, May 26th, 1986, Hands Across America, millions of people form a human chain, from New York to Santa Monica to raise money for Hunger Relief. Were you
1: part of that? I did it.
0: Did you really? I did.
1: I did too. I was up in Pennsylvania. It was me and like one other person.
0: <laughs> well, that's not a big hands across America. Well, it was the only
1: hand we could get. Oh
0: <sighs> well, can you listen to a song? Forever and ever and ever until no, you, you can't. pop. Nope, not according to all of this. This is from uh, Business Insider. We're going the opposite way now. Elizabeth Helmut Margolis, author of On Repeat How Music Plays in Your Mind, the director of the Music Cognition Lab at the University of Arkansas, says. She has done MRI brain scans and when listening to music, not only does the auditory cortex, the part of the brain responsible for processing sounds, not only does it light up, but other songs light up as well, including brain regions involved in movement, planning, attention, and memory. Thus, you are literally able to feel certain songs it resonates with you physically you feel it in your muscles because the part of the brain that regulates that is turned on now it's not all songs yeah but certain songs do i agree which which creates something called the falling in love cycle Mm. that's the idea of i'm slowly but surely just loving this song loving this song but it don't last it doesn't last. <laughs> when we get back, we'll start talking about it, because like I said, it's going to turf out hard. Wade says, I can listen to Whipping Post every day.
1: No, you couldn't, Wade. Yeah,
0: not according to this mother's ladies and gentlemen. Whipping Post here on Rock School.
1: I've been run down. I've been lied to. I don't know why I let that mean
0: woman make me a fool. She took all my money, wrecked my new car. Now she's with one of my good time buddies, they're drinking in some crosstown bar. Coming into the second break, the falling in love cycle has happened.
1: How long does it last?
0: Uh, It depends on the song and it depends on the person. And if it was me, it depended on the girlfriend. Uh, I don't know why you said yes to the marriage that I proposed to you. My guess is you were trying to get into a sorority and it was either marry me or stay in a haunted mansion. Look, this
1: this isn't about me. Come on. It's about the song.
0: (laughs) The falling in love cycle is underway. There was a study in something called PLOS One that suggested that the brain's emotional circuitry tends to be activated when we listen to music we're familiar with and we're more likely to experience an emotional reaction with a song that we love. Fine. It's what's known as the prediction factor. I know what's coming. I know when I listen to Uptown Funk, I know they're gonna do that, it's too hot, hot damn, call the police. I'm just waiting for that. Oh
1: yeah, you're part of the band, right? I'm
0: gonna hit my mic again. There we go.
1: You're part of the band. However, that little dance.
0: Sweetie psychologist Alf Gelbrisson suggests that listening to a song increases the partnership you have with it, mm. with it. Mm-hmm. but repetition gets old. We as human animals are built to move forward, seek out. Once your brain is no longer surprised or invigorated by something. It no longer produces the dopamine. It no longer lights up the reward. It no longer does these things that people believe. Yeah,
1: and now we're searching for it, right?
0: And it begins to shut down, and there is much less pleasure. Mm. Says here neuroscientists believe that our brains go through two stages when we listen to a piece of music that gives us the chills. The caudate nucleus of the brain anticipates the buildup of the favorite part. And then when it is triggered, it releases the dopamine.
1: Oh, Adele did a wonderful job doing that. Right.
0: We all waited. We could
1: have had it all. Oh, and yes, great. we could have. Oh, my God.
0: Until we had heard it a hundred times. And then it no longer held it. Thus no longer was anything being released. And I don't doubt that we'll chase that high in the same way you're riding the horse, you'll chase that high. You're drinking, you'll chase that drunk again. The problem is you're not addicted to that song. You will go find another one. Now, will you return? Sure, it's comforting. But will it do the same thing? No.
1: It's hard to find uh, another song that does that.
0: It has to come out of the clear blue. It's one of those things like trying to be creative. Mm-hmm. You can't sit down and go, okay, be creative. No, it, it, that, ele- that element of the muse must befall you. Mm-hmm. It's got to be one of those things where you're listening to it. Like, I remember the first time I heard The Pretender yeah. by the Foo Fighters.
1: Mm-hmm. I just
0: thought it was the most mm-hmm. amazing song oh, in the world. Oh, yes, indeed. But I've heard it a billion times. Does it still have the same pitch?
1: I still listen to it about once a day. I don't
0: know. I'd probably go listen to Generator now. Oh,
1: I love that one too.
0: Who's listening to us here on the Rock School radio show? Well,
1: it's KSKQ in Ashland, Oregon. Wonderful.
0: Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, out of the break. So, if listening to a song you absolutely adore has something to do with the number of times you hear it before you start having what's known as the law of diminishing returns. Mm -hmm. Think of a very famous commercial like, What's Up? from Budweiser. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Unbelievably popular until it wasn't. And it's up to the ad agency who's running that commercial to figure out, at what point in time is this no longer clever?
1: Yeah, when do they pull it?
0: Right, when does it stop producing dopamine? When you're listening to a song, okay. Research from Apple suggests how many times you can hear a song, and it's an average, before it starts to go, "Eh." and it better be a song you really like. 56.
1: 56 times
0: 56 times okay if you like a song like again let's just go back to Uptown Funk uh-huh 56 times if you like Uptown Funk yeah. on the 57th okay that's enough
1: didn't feel eh, I'm done with that yeah
0: I'm gonna have to go find another Bruno Mars song to listen to how about runaway we'll do something like that but yeah it also has to do with active listening And passive listening. Mm -hmm. If you are an active listener, you're in the car, that's what's playing, you're singing, you're patting the steering wheel, you're you're doing the moves from the video,
1: Absolutely. that's
0: active listening. But if you're at work and you just have it kind of in the background as you're working on accounts receivable, Uh it will not take as long or probably it'll take longer for it to wear on you. Because it isn't front of mind. Gotcha. So it's that. So it's, elevator
1: music is not going to hurt us, right?
0: No, elevator music is just terrible to begin with. Uh, but it has to do whether you're active, whether you're passive. And if you are active, you get 56 on average. And then <laughs> you got to wonder because it keeps track. I mean, your computer keeps track of how yeah. many times. Do you think at 55, everybody kind of holds their breath? <gasps> no.
1: Oh. No.
0: Is she going to listen again? And he never does. Sandy said the song she could listen to every day, multiple days, every time again, Sail by AWOL Nation. Blame it on my ADD, honey. Here on Rock School. Okay, last break here on Rock School. Can you listen to a song again and again and again and again? and again? Well, we're in the second half of the show, so no. And here's why. According to Kimberly Saina Moore, PhD, it's a couple things. The release of dopamine when a crescendo happens wears off. Mm-hmm. We become tired. Right. Okay, crescendo, how many crescendos? Well, she says that has to do with the complexity of a song. What song you enjoy and how complex that song is has to do with the number of times it takes you to tire of it. If you're listening to a song by, say, Green Day, mm-hmm. that's the same chords again and again and again. Da,
1: da, 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 da,
0: just that. And again, you, you say, well, no, Joe, Green Day isn't just like that. But yes, but it's a hell of a lot less complex than Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. So if, and, and I believe wholeheartedly that music is physical. It, depending on keys and what have you, it resonates inside of you. Don't get me wrong, I like Green Day, but I think Queen is just insane. Yeah. Is it because Queen is so much more complex than Green Day? Is that
1: why people don't tire of them?
0: I don't know. I never seem to tire of them.
1: You, don't, you never get tired of them.
0: I do seem to move between songs, though. For a while, I'll listen to their early stuff, Tie Your Mother Down and all of that. Then for a while, I'll get out of it and I'll come up and I'll... You know, don't stop me now. I'll do the, the later stuff. Yeah. And then I'll, you know, there's always the classic, you can't go wrong when you're my best friend pops up. But I move around in them. I don't stay in the same thing. And to be honest, right now, I couldn't listen to Bohemian Rhapsody if you put a gun to my you head. You know Because my daughter played it every day, twice a day in the car because know. of the movie. I
1: know. <sighs> yeah.
0: So I, I, can you do it? I'm sure some people can. But I think the vast majority of us would get tired of the song. Now, will we come back to it? Your song, Always. The, the song that you keep talking about off air, It Don't Come Easy, you uh-huh. heard it at the Dairy Queen, and yeah. it reminds you of when things were good. Getting
1: a cherry Sprite.
0: You could not listen to that song Every single day. No. It would get boring to you.
1: No, but every time I have a cherry sprite, I do think of that song.
0: Could you really listen to Baby Blue by Badfinger every day, or do you think there would come a point in time where Walter White can just die
1: again? It has nothing to do with Walter White. Spoilers. You don't really you
0: don't think so? You got <laughs> no, didn't no, you get I, it through Breaking Bad? No,
1: I liked it long before then. I always loved Badfinger.
0: Uh, uh, Well, it's up to you. Daniel stated, I can listen to When I'm 64 nonstop. Why? Because my wife won it played when we danced at our wedding.
1: Aw. That's
0: nice. And the one we're going to play, Kelly Schultz, I can't listen to anything by Green Day anymore. I just can't. I cannot listen to Green Day. I'm not even going to bother naming songs. I cannot listen to Green Day anymore. Wow, Kelly. However, I assure you, I can listen to anything by Fleetwood Mac at any point in time, nice. I'll make you a bet that's not true. If I play, if I played Tusker the Chain for you twice a day,
1: uh-huh. I'm more
0: inclined to believe that we get tired of music. I think so. We are animals that are to seek out new We're
1: stuff. We're disgusting, aren't
0: <laughs> we? <laughs> Every one of us. Blah. So here's some Fleetwood Mac for you here on Rock School. I'm Joe Burns.
1: Oh, I am Tammy Burns. That
0: does it. Class is dismissed.
1: Back